episode three of Tours Thoughts. Uh, so obviously, as I mentioned, this is a continuation from episode two. Um, I gave a bit of background in episode two is kind of how I got to this point and the start of it. And now I am going to spend this episode opening myself up completely uh, to discuss my experience on DMT. Um, the things that I experienced, the lessons or messages that I took from that, and kind of where I'm at right now. Um, okay, so like I said, I, I went into this with research on it, but not really understanding kind of what I was going to experience. My intentions were to remove any kind of ne- negative blockages that will hold me back in life and to help me kind of break through my anxiety and to be the best version of myself and to make my life a success. So my first trip... So, okay, so I took the third hit and that's when the shaman then told me to lay back down. So I lay back down and within probably about 30 seconds, I'd say that I kind of broke through and I was no longer in this reality. I was in a whole different place. Um, There was a lot of vivid colours. It was very trippy. I understand why psychedelics are kind of linked with what they are. Uh, There was a lot of geometric patterns. Um, I could see a lot of, the best I can describe, it was kind of like these little monkeys. Um, and it was kind of like I was going through this tunnel and I I could feel myself, I was talking to myself, I hadn't let go of my ego. Uh, sometimes they say that you can experience like an ego death um, and you just become kind of a part of consciousness. But I was still very much attaching myself and I was, I could talk to myself fighting I was like just let go just let go and the other part of me is like no like this is too much this is scary like you don't know what you're going into um and then I heard this voice and the best way I can describe it is um, from my researchers it was mother Aya uh, which is from the ayahuasca which is nature and kind of part of the universe that looks after us all and I could hear this voice just saying you're okay you're okay um and it was kind of like I was comforted, but at the same time, I was still I was still really petrified. Like, this was not something that I ever thought that I'd be doing. And it's just my journey kind of led me there. Um, I, wish I, I wish I'd recorded this sooner after. Um, because trying to remember certain bits is harder. But I could see all of these colours. And I could see, I remember it a hand or a finger just kind of like doing this and I wasn't sure whether it was saying like come this way come this way um but I remember laying down I so I was I was already laying down but I could feel myself laying down and then all of this is going on and I'm very much in this other world and just kind of looking around and just experiencing what was what was going on around me and then I could hear this kind of like shit it was like there was people running around the room, um, that's what I mean, I was still kind of torn between the, the reality that we live in right now, this reality, and where I was at, and I could hear people running around the room, and it all felt very hectic, and I felt like there was a lot, I'm getting goosebumps right now, I felt like there was a lot of people around me, and then all of a sudden I felt myself being pulled up, and like my chin was going towards the ceiling, and I felt like something or someone, it's like a hand went 
down inside me, down deep into my stomach. And then up, something came and I was sick into this bucket. Um, and this is where I'm going to be really open right now. And um, I'm really putting this out there. Um, there was a time in my life, a few years back, where... I fell pregnant and I was in a very bad headspace at the time. Um, my relationship was crumbling around me. Um, my life was, or I perceived it was. And it was early stages that I found out and I decided to have an abortion. Um, something that I guess has kind of haunted me since. It's a decision that I don't regret. You can't regret anything in life. But... It's not something that obviously I was comfortable with either. Um, I know people have very strong opinions towards this both ways. Um, and I'm really not asking for your judgment um, at all. I can judge myself enough. Um, but it's something that I experienced and went through. Um, and it, w it was the right decision. It was the right decision um, because of where I was at physically, mentally, spiritually, everything. Um, so anyway, that was the backstory. So when my head went up and I was sick, as soon as I was sick, I was back in this reality. I literally snapped out of this other world and I was back in reality. I was still tripping, but I was out of reality. And the best way I can describe it is I puked up a fetus obviously I didn't <laughs> um but during the trip that's what I perceived that I did um uh yeah it was I don't really know how to describe it I was kind of taken back at the time obviously and I was I was kind of, I was sick for quite a while I had my my hair was just like over the bucket I felt like it was like Medusa um, and I felt a lot of people around me, um, and I could hear a voice saying, it's okay, like, it's okay, you need to let go of this, like, you're, you're good, you're okay, and I, I, I just felt loads of people around me just kind of, like, fussing over me, you know, um, and I, I, I purged a lot, I purged a hell of a lot, um, and I came out of that, and, uh, I was sat around with other. Sorry, I'm getting goosebumps. I was sat with the the other people who had been on the trip, um, and I kind of said like, "Yo, I just think I puked up a fetus." And another woman said like, "Did you did you lose a child or did you have an abortion before?" And I explained that I had, and she explained that that was me letting it go. Obviously, there was a lot of trauma tied to it at the time when I went through that. Um, um, mm. so that was and I, it's funny because just before but that whole evening I'd had a really bad stomachache as well not like I felt like I wanted to be sick kind of stomachache it's not like it was all just forced but there was definitely a lightness in my kind of womb area um, the, the pain had gone is the best way that I can explain that um, and that's when I understood that for me this experience was 
there to heal me. I was there to kind of move forward with my life, um, to stop living in the past. I could hear myself, even in the time, just saying, let go, Tori, let go. Like, during that trip, let go, Tori. And I was fighting against it. And then I was forced with this purge. And I just, I just felt lighter. Like, it was scary, it was horrible, it was not a nice experience but it was necessary um, so when I went and washed my bucket um, I said my goodbyes I gave my love um, and I accepted the situation so we spoke about it in depth and I gained a different understanding and different perspective of kind of what I'd gone through um, it was very emotional, it was very difficult, but yeah, I understood its purpose. So then I went for a second trip. This time it was slightly different, it was what he called orange DMT, it was a full spectrum, so it had other plants in it as well, not trippy out plants, but just other things to help. So did this experience, um, went back into this trip, um, and this one was very quick, it was very fast paced, it kind of made me feel a little bit like all over the place and I realised it was basically I was going through all my thoughts and kind of it was reaching back into my subconscious and then I was propelled forwards um, and the best way I can describe it is it was like I'm not there but there was this funnel in front of me and it was the whole sides of my mouth and like my mouth became my head like it was just... Yeah, I don't know how to describe it but I could feel a lot of different vibrations and I was very in tune with sounds um, and every sound I could feel vibrate through me and for me this linked a lot with words over the last couple of years I've become very much a wordsmith anyone who follows me knows that I write yeah anybody who knows me knows I'm a complete wordsmith and over the last couple of years I've really been began to understand how much words can heal me in regards to helping me express myself, um, getting messages out there by using the right words, um, the power that they have behind them. So that's kind of what I understood from these kind of vibrations that were coming back at me. Um, and then, <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, I, I had no, I felt like I completely let go of control. Um, and beforehand, although I didn't have control over these kind of weird vibrations that I was doing, like, I, I, I can't explain it. I screamed. I screamed so loud. And I was in the trip at the time, so I wasn't sure whether it'd come out in reality, but apparently it had. Um, apparently it didn't even sound like it was coming from me. And I, I even felt like, this sound came from deep within me um, and literally I let everything out. Every last breath came out in the screen and it scared me. It really did scare me. Um, it was, oh, I've got goosebumps again now. Um, and then I heard the woman who had been helpful before who was also in the room I heard her say to me, you're going to scream again, but it's, it's okay. You need to let this go. You need to, you need to 
release you need to allow this to happen um so that's what i did <laughs> i released i screamed i screamed my lungs off and every time I screamed there's these weird vibrations and then I started feeling like my body was being thrown around into all these different kind of really distorted positions apparently I wasn't actually moving as much as I thought I was in this reality but in my trip I really was um and I felt like it was just getting every last bit of pain and suppressed emotion out of me that's the only way that I can I can really explain it um every movement was digging deeper it's like when you're trying to get the the bottom out of a cereal packet you know like you you have to or even like a, a drinks bowl you know because of the funnel you have to shake it around to get the bits that are caught on the edges or on the ledge and that's what it felt like I felt like I was literally just getting out everything that was suppressed within me um and then I started to see animals. Um, I saw them on my first trip, I forgot to say that at the end. I started to see a lot of like birds and wolves and bears and tigers and quite exotic animals. Um, and it was really relaxing, it was really calming. I felt at peace with the animals um, and with nature. So yeah, anyway, um, once that kind of screaming and the vibrations and everything have kind of started to tone down, I'm able to relax a little bit more and I eventually come round. Um, and the crazy thing is I then, I then asked the question, I was like, were you sat around me? And the shaman was like, well, I was sat near you. And I was like, yeah, I could feel you. And I was like, Fiona, this other woman, I was like, were you there telling me it was okay? She was like, no, Tori. She was like, I was in my own trip. She was like, but I heard you scream. It was like, and that elevated me in my own. I'm not going to discuss what that did for her, but I aided her in her own trip. And we basically became, felt like we'd united on this, on this trip. Like we had a shared experience. It was, it was mad because she was there. I heard her telling me it was okay and that I was going to scream again and that I needed to let it out. Um, it was all a bit of a madness, really. Um, so yeah, we came to and we're discussing things again and it was, it was nice because everybody was kind of very aware that this was a new experience for me. I was going through, I'm not saying it was traumatic, but I was going through a lot. I was releasing a lot. I was processing a lot. Um, and I, I needed it. Um, but what I needed more was to sit there and have these conversations afterwards, which were able to then make sense of things. Um, but I'm not going to lie after that second one, it installed a fear in me. I, I could, con I felt the fear that I had when I was screaming. It kind of lingered around a little bit. It was very much brought to surface level. And I think that was a lot of the kind of suppressed emotions I I've always been one, um, back to when I was in school, um, I was bullied in school, it's alright, she's my bestest friend in the world now, um, but I was bullied back in school, and at the time, my parents, I'd never changed my parents in a million years, the only thing that I would have done differently was my approach in 
standing up for myself. So my mum is, you wouldn't, she couldn't say boo to a goose. She is the sweetest lady you've ever, ever met in your life. Um, but she would always say to me, like, when I was going through this bullying, just go in tomorrow, act like nothing's happened, it'll be okay. And don't get me wrong, 80% of the time I'd go in, act like nothing's happened and everyone would be normal. Um, but unfortunately, this behaviour, I then kind of took as gospel and carried on in life. So if somebody did me wrong or uh, was was nasty in any kind of way, um, for example, in relationships... I would often not then bring it up. So as soon as things were okay again and this person had got over their anger, I wouldn't I wouldn't bring it up. I wouldn't talk about it because I was afraid that it would bring up confrontation and it would cause another argument. So I would and I preferred peace. Um but the problem was just because I had external peace, I didn't have internal peace. And that was something that made me I was really aware of from this trip. Um I already knew that I didn't necessarily express myself as much as I should, but then I was aware that I, although I was better at communicating how I was feeling, there were still many occasions where I would let things slide and I'd be like, it's okay, like I've just cut them out of my life, but I wouldn't explain how I felt. Um, and if something upset me or if I felt like someone had done me wrong, how are they ever going to learn? Because the majority of the time, I don't think people are doing things intentionally. It's a lot of their own insecurities. Um, and if somebody doesn't help them bring them to light, then their behavior is never going to change. And it's not about condemning somebody for what they've done or making them feel guilty. But sometimes you need to just express it. And even if they don't understand what you're on about straight away, at least it's kind of something that is a seed that's been planted and maybe that perspective will be brought to fruition later on down the line for them maybe not but at least it's off your conscience so that was kind of the messaging that I got from that one um which was which was all kind of mad um but then like I said I still felt this fear and although it subsided a bit I was still very fearful to do another hit. I don't want to do it. Um, I'd kind of been like, you know what? I've done this and this is hard. It's hard. But the other side of me was like, no, Tori, you've got, you can't let fear consume you. This is one of the main things that you've been learning on these last two trips was that you, you need to learn to be able to let go of things more. Like you need to express yourself and move on. So I was like, okay, do you know what I'm going to... I said in my head, I'm going to do one more. I'm going to do one more because I don't want fear to to take control of me. I don't want it to to block me. Oh, I've just remembered one other thing. Sorry, I'm just rewinding slightly. Back after my first trip, we discussed kind of everything that I'd gone through. And it was probably a good 15, 20 minutes later. So all of... like I wasn't... I didn't feel like I was under the influence at all anymore. And I was very much present and we were playing, the, the shaman was playing music in the background, just some nice kind of meditation music. And over the top of it, I heard, come back, come back. And that's what made me go back for that second trip because I knew I needed to come back. I could hear the mother and I felt like it was a mother telling me that I needed to come back. It's like I had unfinished business. I then went on to the release of emotions and suppressed feelings but yeah, so after this third trip, I was still, although I hadn't had any indicators that I needed to go back, I I was aware that 
I, I couldn't let fear consume me. So I took my time um, and I decided that I needed to, to go back one last time. Um, and whether I did it ever again or not, I knew that it, the fear hadn't conquered me. So I went back again and I took two hits um, and I didn't really feel too much. So I took, I actually took four. You don't normally take four, you normally take three and then you're gone. I took four and I still hadn't gone. Um, but I laid back and he was like, oh, the, the, the shaman was like, oh, we're, we've run out of uh, vape. I just need to refill it. But I was like, no, 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 I'm cool. I'm just going to enjoy this trip. And I laid back and uh, <laughs> I shut my eyes and I could see so many people. Not They weren't people. They were kind of like more gods and goddesses um masturbating uh men and female just just masturbating all around me <laughs> it was crazy uh at first i kind of had that childish mentality where i'm like oh shut your eyes like w- what's going on and then i realized i was like this is just part of nature like this is Although it's sexual, it doesn't necessarily need to be deemed as only a sexual experience. Like, this is just people releasing. And it kind of made me feel like the previous messages that I'd got, uh, like the, the, the screaming one, I was very aware that there were certain situations where I felt like I'd been unheard in regards to sexual things as well, I've been through some sexual trauma and I felt unheard in regards to that. Um, and going through this, I felt like it. Okay, sorry, it's it's trying to join dots. So the previous experience, one of the things we discussed is, um, I think that sometimes the opposite sex can confuse your I know that I've been people have often talked about my sexual energy um and how I seem like I seem to ooze a lot of sexual energy um and it's often frustrating for me because I know that I'm more than that and although I'm not going out sleeping with anybody I'm I'm, I've chosen not to have sex for, for months now um there's definitely obviously been a separate pressed sexual energy that I've been holding on to and something that I was concerned about before was yeah people would often confuse the seductress in me and not see the goddess in me um so when I'm on this third trip and I'm seeing people masturbate these weren't it wasn't just a sexual experience like these people they were gods and goddesses they were so much more than just a sexual thing but they were embracing their sexuality and their sexual energy um, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a moment. But as that trip went on, um, I then started to see a lot of animals again. Um, and I was seeing a lot of water. And I was like, I was talking to myself, well, whether I was talking to myself or someone or an entity or what. But I was like, is this, uh, is this indicating that I need to travel? And then I'd see more water and, and, and birds. I saw a lot of birds. And every time I saw a bird... Uh, my breathing, I, my, I'd hold so much breath. And then as the bird flew, it was like I was able to breathe. Um, 
And so for me, I kind of linked that with the fact that for me to be able to breathe, I need to move and travel and experience. And like I said, there was a lot of water as well. So I was assuming that that was to do with coastal areas and being around nature. Then out of nowhere, I saw a baby. Um, and then I saw a little girl in bed. And she looked similar to me. So I was like, oh, is that me? Or is it my future child? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, was, I, was, I was like, is it me? And then I could hear, it wasn't a voice in my head. This is the weird thing to explain with a lot, with this kind of trip. Like, you're no longer in your body. Your body doesn't exist. You're all just part of something. And I could hear on my right side, mama, mama. I was like, what? I was like, oh, maybe this is my future child. And then then she went and I kind of came back through into the room. And I just, I just embraced kind of these, these, uh, the animals for a while and, the water and nature and the stars and the sky and it was just a really nice trip to come back out of and then I started talking it over with people so going back to kind of the masturbating thing um so there's one side of this which is me saying about um it not necessarily being about a seductress and it not being just about pure physical pleasure but it was these gods and goddesses releasing more than that they were releasing emotions they were harnessing their inner power um and for me i told you this is going to be the most open and raw and honest post i've never masturbated i've never seen a point to i'm not turned on by myself so as i was why why would i um (laughs) i need somebody that i am emotionally connected to to be able to experience this and through going through that experience i realized that that is it's not just about a physical stimulation it's about a release it's when you're holding on to certain energies or emotions or you're going through something or whatever or you're you're just happy with yourself whatever it might be it's an energetic experience it's it's being in tune with your own body and allowing it to do what it naturally wants to do so it gave me a whole different perspective and it completely shifted my mindset towards masturbation. It completely shifted my mindset towards um, sexualizing things as well. Um, and I realized that by me sexualizing certain things, that's going to, ha- how you, your thoughts obviously are what come to fruition in your life. So when I'm getting frustrated at people sexualizing me, it's because I'm sexualizing my own body. If I can't embrace what it, its power and and I'm negatively attaching certain things to it, that's what I'm then putting out there. And that's what I'm then getting in return. So it was this whole, the last two trips were the whole piece on kind of like communication, not just in regards to sexual uh, nature, but in regards to life and expression. And then it linked through into kind of this, this, uh, goddess, if I'm going to say with goddess for me, uh, this whole goddess thing and kind of the masculine and feminine energies within each of us. Um, so that was that message. And then I, anyway, I, I was talking about this child that I saw, how I saw myself. Um, but I heard mama and one of the guys was like, that. I'm really sorry. I don't want to just put this out there, but have you thought that maybe that was the child that you've let go, letting go of you. And my whole body just seized up. Oh, I've just done it again. How I've just got some crazy goosebumps. 
Um, and she, he was like, for me, I'd perceive that as for a child, where's their safest place? It's when they're in bed at night. And that's where she was. And she was going to sleep. She was safe. And it was her saying that she's okay. And that she was letting go of me. Because it's not just about one of us letting go of the other. So for example, as well, another guy who was in, uh, experiencing a trip had just lost his father. And he was letting, he, he felt his father leave his body. It was a very strange experience for him. A very enlightening one. So for me, that was kind of, what I was experiencing I was letting go of this kind of whole big trauma in my life um that I'd I'd experienced so we obviously spoke a lot there was a lot to digest as you can probably imagine from this last nearly 30 minutes of me talking about this um it was it was a madness um but I automatically shifted my perspective on so many things in life. Um, I've already acted very differently. I've I've spoken my truth to people. And although it wasn't necessarily what they wanted to hear, it's not about me being savage, but it's about me setting standards for how I, how I deserve to be treated and helping others understand that too. Um, I know there's going to... There's already been shifts in my thought process and how I feel about life and how I feel about myself more importantly. Um, I've definitely let go of a lot of blockages that were within me. Um, I feel lighter. I feel more energised. When I wake up in the mornings now, I'm awake. I'm not fighting to go back to bed and could sleep for 20 hours like before. Um, the anxiety's definitely been knocked. Um, I mean... Is it something that I would do again? I don't know. Maybe if I have the calling. I, I'm not rushing back. I don't I don't feel a need to go and figure anything else out right now. Um it was definitely a very spiritual experience. Um I definitely feel like I went with the right intentions and I got the most out of it however hard it was at the time even just driving home I did feel free um I felt like I'd got insight I felt like I understood myself more and then I understood just whole new perspectives a lot deeper and they say that you experience the effects for a good five to eight months after in regards to kind of the things happening around you in life and in nature and leveling up per se um so yeah it was it was something that was necessary it was something that I experienced um (laughs) and yeah I guess I'm gonna leave it there to be perfectly honest um I think with this whole tours thoughts podcast anyway as we go on you'll understand my different perspectives towards different things um as I continue but this was something that had obviously happened and it kind of railroaded me a bit. So I felt like I needed to do a podcast on it just to kind of explain my experience um, and explain my messages. And I mean, it's 
it's a great listening point <laughs> whether you're interested in in medicine nights or not um it was just something that i i felt compelled to share so i hope you enjoyed listening like i said it was a very vulnerable and open and raw podcast for me to do i don't know i mean i'm not like i said you can't regret anything in life but hey i've put this out there now um any questions please feel free to hit me up as always uh whether that's through instagram facebook or whatever method you find i'm always available to talk um and yeah so this was an interesting podcast kind of off topic but not really and i hope you enjoy and i will speak to you later i love you all and appreciate you for listening Beast.